Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Okay, so I came in today and I just, I was asked to do some tags for a commercial. Now, I didn't know about this. I was just I was just asked, hey, we've got this company that's going to start doing commercials, and we've got to have these tags for you to read, all right? And, you know, a lot of people make a lot of money reading tags. I do not, but I haven't seen a check for these, all right? Now, I don't know if they want me to, you know, there's three lines. I've already cut them. I cut them a bunch of different ways. They can use them any way they want. Now, the, the three lines were the luxurious gift your Valentine will love every day. Valentine's heart soaps in feminine or masculine scents. Enter Blaze 10 to save 10% on your Valentine's Day gift purchase. And it's for gpgoatsoap.com. Now, I thought originally I said that can't be real, right? I mean, come on now. We're going to have it's going to be some kind of joke bit for Stu Does America or something. You know, I'd do those for free. Well, I don't want to. Don't tell Stu that. But those are, you know, those are fun. But when I go to gpgoatsoap.com, right? I mean, it didn't, there's no audio like that when you log on to gpgoatsoap.com, although there should be. Just log on to gpgoatsoap.com. But it talks about the Quinn Pittman goat milk products. And I mean... It's on their homepage. Hi, I'm Quinn Pittman. I started milking a small herd of goats when I was nine. I'm 14 now, and with the help of my family, we create handcrafted items for your home. Our goat milk soaps and shampoos are appreciated for their silky smoothness and rich lather. Goat milk adds the nutrients your skin and hair need to stay soft. I mean, it's a legitimate product. I might have to talk to Quinn. We might have to talk to Quinn Pittman. I want to know, where's Quinn at? Is Quinn Quinn in the U.S.? We live in a rural part of Florida. Chicken. No, that's not not a chicken. Yeah. Uh, Ducks. No, just give me the goats. Yeah, they live in a rural part of Florida. They have chickens. I think those are chickens. Ducks, quails, and rabbits. But I knew I wanted goats. So on his ninth birthday, I'm sorry, on my ninth birthday, Quinn Pittman. On my ninth birthday, my parents gave me two Nigerian dwarfs. No, I mean two Nigerian dwarf goats, not Nigerian dwarfs. Oh, Peter Dinklage, don't come after me. Anyway, we, I don't want to mess with that. And uh, they and they said who, which are said to have had sweet and creamy milk. Now I know that you watch if you watch the goat people, 
on uh, YouTube. What's the stupid YouTube? Weedeman Reap. Weedeman Reap from Arizona. And I, I call them goat people. My daughter got me hooked on their stupid show. But that's what they do. They raise goats, and that's what they use on their farm in Arizona. So that's what Quinn does. Do we got to talk to Quinn? We got to talk to Quinn. I mean, the guy has been milking Nigerian dwarf goats for five years or more. I mean, this, I, I don't know, maybe Quinn's 15 or 16 now. We got to talk to Quinn. So anyway, be prepared. Be prepared for the onslaught of commercials for gpgoatsoap.com. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. All right, well, I mean, we've been talking about animals, uh, the Nigerian dwarf goats. We might as well keep it on the animal theme here on this, like the Merv Griffin show 100 years ago where Merv would have his theme weeks. And, uh, you know, today's theme is animals. So we start off with the Nigerian dwarf goats, and we're going to... We're going to head right into hippos. Now, I'm a fan of hippos. You know that. I've done shows on hippos, separate shows on hippos, about how they wanted to bring them into this country for meat originally and how it didn't happen. before It was before cattle, before we started really breeding cattle. So anyway, and then we talked about, uh, what was it, El Chapo or uh, the other guy, the other drug lord that had the hippos down in Colombia. It wasn't El Chapo. It was the other guy. Escobar. Yeah, Pablo Escobar. Yeah. Uh, he had his he had his zoo down there, and they had a bunch of hippos. And remember, they came to rescue the animals, and the guys that rescued were like, eh, we don't want to catch those hippos, man. Just let them go. And now they're got to be out trying to, you know, they're trying to deball them so they, don't, so they don't have babies. So anyway, we find out that hippos talk to each other well duh i mean we knew that already on this show we played you hippos talking to each other (laughs) thank you different sound so now they're saying oh you know all right zip it oh i didn't need to shoot that one he was good man he wasn't an he wasn't a an escobar hippo but okay whatever and that's what they're, and they won't kill them. Why won't they kill them? We're killing all kinds of animals, humanely, of course. Probably because it really isn't humane when it gets the job done. Anyway, uh, according to this, we've now found out that uh, the loud wheeze honks that the animals, I guess, had been a mystery. We hadn't been around hippos enough to know that when you hear. It means something. She's trying to tell you, hey, get off me. Or, hey, have a little hippo business. Oh, yeah. That is definitely, that's what those wheeze haunts are. Yes, that's exactly what all these wheeze honks are. They didn't need a study. I want the study bunny. The team says the animals, this team, the scientists studying the hippos at the African Nature Reserve, those are distinctive honks. 
thank you. Professor Nicholas Mathavan. Mathavan? M-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-T-A-
I'll just stay on the road up here and keep driving. And that exit, we'll get back to it. We'll swing back around, you know, go down there some other time. But right now, we're just going to stay right on the expressway and head right into the break room, okay? Because we need something cold to drink anyway. Good. I guess congratulations are in order to uh, Nintendo Switch. Uh, I know I saw a couple weeks ago where they were saying they were on their way to overtake uh, Play Ta- PlayStation from its position in the best-selling console list. But uh, I heard yesterday, as it was reported, uh, that they did surpass PlayStation. So congratulations to Nintendo Switch. They already outsold Nintendo's Wii lifetime sales. I mean, that was supposed to be huge, right? And then it was just like, eh, 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 not going to be that way. I mean, I still I think we still have the Wii. We haven't played. We still did some, you know, the bowling and baseball and tennis bow and arrow stuff with it but then it just was like all right i i i would i'm gonna go back downstairs <laughs> i'm gonna go back downstairs i got the switch dad all right that's fine you play with the switch you got the xbox and the playstation just leave me alone i just want to sit here on the sofa okay <laughs> did you see oh my gosh so we got to talk about the numbers of the NFL over this past weekend. Huge. I mean, the massive numbers for the NFL games. They were great games, and we talked a little bit about that on Monday, what great games they were, but the numbers were amazing. So the four games on NBC and Fox Saturday, NBC and CBS Sunday, all right, all the four games, averaged 37.1 million viewers. That is incredible now that's a 21 percent increase over the same round last year really good a year-to-year boost like that and the digital viewing increased that number another million just amazing actually a little more than a million 38.2 million now the primetime game between kansas city chiefs and the buffalo bills 42.74 million viewers most watched divisional round game in five years that is incredible now one of the things on this that talks about nielsen's ratings didn't include out of home viewing and i thought "Hmm, what is out of home viewing so a video market out of home video market includes video watched in every space outside of one's own home or personal device so they're trying to gather Who's watching it at bars and restaurants and stuff? And so they, you know, trip past visibility research using traffic and census data. And so, I mean, Nielsen has already, there was one story that they already revealed that they came down and said, ooh, uh, we were wrong. But they, when you read the story, they're saying that they undersold how many people were doing the out of viewing. So, I mean, they're figuring it out, how to make it happen, because it makes sense, right? I mean, if they're tracking 
I mean, that's what the Google lawsuit was about when we talked about yesterday, too, the tracking. But if they're tracking where we go, then if we go to, you know, bars and restaurants, then that knows we know it went. And it could be still watching it on your mobile device, but you're most likely at this facility to watch what's happening on the screen. It's just big numbers anyway, just incredible. And I love the uh, the quote from uh, Andy Reid, the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, if you're not aware. Uh, when they came down to 13 seconds at the end of the playoff game and Patrick drove them down to kick the field goal to send them into overtime and then obviously winning the game in overtime. Uh, he he had Patrick Mahomes on the sidelines with the timeout before 13 seconds left, and the quote from Andy Reid is, when it's grim, be the grim reaper. Think about it. That's awesome. Uh, that's a guy you want to play for right there. When it's grim, be the grim reaper. And he obviously became the grim reaper because uh, – he shut down the Buffalo Bills. And then, of course, after the game, they aired uh, NCIS Hawaii, which got great numbers for them. Uh, it wasn't quite the $42 million <laughs> that was watching before, but uh, they got like almost $10 million for NCIS Hawaii. I'm surprised that they – I mean, that's one of CBS's new shows, NCIS Hawaii – um, and I know that they're, you know, they're pushing it. I'm surprised. Like, remember after the Super Bowl, they aired uh, Equalizer with Queen Latifah. That was their new big show. But see, uh, my boy Chris Noth was on Equalizer, and he just got the boot from Equalizer because of the allegations of all the, uh, you know, so it was multiple sexual assault allegations. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he proclaims his innocence. I'm going with Chris, okay? But uh, I see where there's another. Did you see the Peloton? You know, we had they had the big deal with Big Chris Noth, uh, who died on the Peloton during Sex in the City, right? And they had the big deal over that, and then they made the commercial with what's his face? Oh, you know, hubby to the what's her face? <laughs> You know, Ryan Reynolds, the husband to Blake Lively. And by the way, Blake, stop looking at me like that, okay? Every time I go to your Instagram account, it's it's embarrassing. You're embarrassing yourself looking at me like that. But anyway, so they go to Ryan Reynolds, and they make up a commercial campaign with Chris Knopf and the Peloton trainer, and it's funny, and they're talking about, you know, working out and how good it is for you and that kind of thing. Peloton fighting back from the the death scene of of, uh, Chris Knott. Well, then Chris gets these allegations coming after him, so they've got to pull that campaign. Well, now Showtime has a show called Billions, which I watch from time to time when I subscribe for free to showtime because i don't really pay for showtime so i only you know a couple times a year i get a free pass and i go in and i watch all the showtime shows and then i'm gone because we've got another one coming i mean ray donovan movie is out now i gotta get into showtime and watch that and i really do like the billions it's good it's, you know I, I like i like the show but so they have a guy that that uh, has a heart attack on a peloton in that show incredible and apparently they shot it before the sex in the city aired okay so they i guess they did they weren't in cahoots with sex in the city 
And so they went back and edited in the guy saying, I don't want to be like the guy on the show. <laughs> so, I mean, he lives, right, in, in, in billions. He doesn't die like Big did in Sex and the City. Anyway, Peloton's under fire, man. They are taking some heat, man. I, how it works out for them. But, again, I care, but I don't care. But I was talking about NCIS Hawaii, which made me think about the other shows because they're promo. I mean, they had good numbers, and then it was a two-parter, right? They were driving people to watch the next night, which was good. I'd be interested to see their numbers uh, the following night. I haven't. They haven't. They haven't sent me the overnights yet. But uh, I see where now NCIS, the original NCIS, is still the mothership for the NCIS because New Orleans got the boot. And Mark Harmon isn't on the show anymore. He's still, you know, his picture is still on the open. Leroy Jethro Gibbs is still, you know, mentioned during the show and stuff. His character is awesome, but he's not on the show anymore. What are you shaking your head for? How old is he? Mark Harmon? Got to be like pushing 80. No way. Mark Harmon's got to be. No, uh, Mark Harmon, 68. All right, we're finding out. Please hold. Thanks for listening to Chewing the Fat. Your listenership is very important to us. We're attempting to find some information to extend our knowledge on the show and yours. Thank you. Please hold. Okay. Thanks for holding. We appreciate it. All right. He's 70. He's 70. Don't be bad-mouthing Mark Harmon, man. That's Leroy Jethro Gibbs. So anyway, during the NCIS Hawaii show, I see he even gets a mention there. She, they do a flashback of her as before her coming into NCIS, the star, the the star of NCIS Hawaii, and she's given a business card from Leroy Jethro Gibbs. So they're still hooking you with with my man on NCIS. That's all, anyway, it's just. Just saying, and I see. Speaking of CBS shows, where FBI, you know, I, I love the FBI's, and they have FBI, and then they have FBI Most Wanted and FBI International. Now, the FBI Most Wanted is probably one of the most, the wokest of the woke. Although they're all CBS is really woke, man. They push a. I'm almost at the point of giving up on CBS. I really am. Blue Bloods is. You know, I like Blue Bloods because it's got my boy in it and everything is fine. You know, I, I love the family and, you know, that's the Reagan way, right? I get it. That's just the, you know, that's their way. And I and I, and I, I love that show. But the FBI's, all right? So the Most Wanted, the guy, the star of Most Wanted is leaving. It's the third season. He's like, I'm out. Julian McMahon, he's asked to be out. I mean, he used, he, he wants to. Uh, you know, pursue additional creative pursuits. Dude, you're on a hit show for CBS. Suck it up, bro. Get some money. So now they claim that he's going to leave here in another, I don't know, two or three episodes. They figure out some way to kill him off or ship him off. He's probably going to have to go be with his daughter riding horses in Canada or something. But they're bringing in Dylan McDermott to take his place. Dylan McDermott is on Law and Order Organized Crime. He's the one of the bad guy, the big bad guy. He's not, you know, but I mean, he's, he's pulling down some money. Plus, I don't know that Dylan can pull that that part off. If you asked me, if they were to consult me, 
I would say that Dylan really doesn't can't do that part. I know that he's been you know a character in a lot of shows, but his role as of late has been a bad guy. And the FBI most wanted character, at least Julian's character, is more of a good guy. He's a you know an FBI after the most wanted, so you know he'll put you down. Don't, don't mess around; he'll put you down. But he's a Family Guy too. This is writing the review, the IMDb page. <laughs> they should consult me. Is really what should happen. That's what I. That's what I'm pissed about. CBS has not called me. What do you, CBS? Chewingthefatattheblaze.com. Email me. We'll figure out a time. All right, we'll figure it out. You know what? You can you can just direct message me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. You can you know I got Instagram and Facebook Jeff Fisher Radio. You can message me there. You know what? I'm on Getter too at JeffyJFR. Message me there, CBS, and then we'll and we'll get together and we'll work it out a little bit. All right, we'll figure it out. We'll get it right. Okay, don't sign the deal with Dylan yet. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay. So here's the deal. All right, we just had a big fight off the air with my producer, Chris, and he's pissing me off. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm really ticked right now. If you don't know, I am. Okay, but So we're talking about uh, Mark Harmon and Leroy Jethro Gibbs, and then we're talking about uh, you know all these shows like Organized Crime and the spinoffs of Law & Order. Well, they brought back Maloney for that show, you know, Elliot Stabler. They got him back in the fold, and then we were talking... You know, I always joke around about having being the, you know, the guy in the background of these shows. Whenever we're watching a show, and my family loves it. I mean, my kids, my kids just love it. When we're watching a show, and I just pause it and just see this blur of a guy in the back. I was like, that was me. That was that was me. And I was thinking, you know, they shoot shows here all the time. Why am I not on these shows? 1883, one of the top shows in the world right now is filmed here in Dallas-Fort Worth. Why am I not on that show? Taylor Sheridan, chewingthefatattheblaze.com. All right, I'll, Taylor, for you, I'll give you my phone number, okay? I'll give you my number right now, 1-888-900-3393. You call that number and you say, I'm Taylor Sheraton. I want to talk to Jeff Fisher. And whoever picks up that line, if they don't connect you to me, they're fired. I have no power whatsoever. and Nobody's going to pick up that line in the off hours. But you call it, Taylor. But what started this? And I know we got to move on. I'm sorry. I'm just so, I'm just flustered today. You know what, I, you know what the problem is? ants i have an illegal immigration problem at my house ants and i am i have been battling ants now 
for a couple of weeks, and I, they are starting to piss me off. I'm ready to burn the place down. All right, so it's getting it's got cold outside. All right, so now there's a few ants. You know, I've, the house had a little bit of an ant problem from the beginning since we moved in, and I knew that, but I've been battling them. I mean, I'm not afraid to fight ants, man. I kill those bastards. Man. I don't care. They're ants, and we're humans. We're the top of the food chain. Anything below us? And I will say, it takes a lot of bullets to kill. <laughs> I got a lot of bullet holes. Even after that, they keep coming. Those ants keep coming, man. Anyway, so now it's getting cold, and there's I, I so I, I gotta go I'm spraying everywhere, and I put stuff on the yard, and I walk around the corner of the house, and along the side of the house, there's this giant ant hill now, and that's where they're coming from because now they're they're butted up against the house, against the foundation, and I can kill the ones out here, but the rest of them are inside. <sighs> can't get us can you fat man <sighs> nope and i've got the crew running in through the going through the closet <sighs> cutting through those cupboards and then we're going to cut across the tile into the kitchen <sighs> don't leave that freaking piece of chicken out on that plate that mother upper is mine i i'm so sick of ants man i cannot take it I cannot take it and I first battled ants in Florida. And I found how to kill. And I'm going to have to go back to the. I'm going to have to go back old school on them. I'm going to go back Tony Soprano on them, man. Because my first wife, hospital. She was a director of nursing at this hospital in Florida. And they had a little bit of an ant problem. <laughs> a little bit of an ant problem. Uh, you know, there was a few people. I can tell this story now because most of those people are probably all dead now. But they had a little bit of a problem of, uh, you know, people would have IVs and stuff. And you'd look down and there might be some ants crawling on the old IVs. That's a little bit of an ant problem. So they brought in the experts, man. They brought in the experts. And I followed them. I went with them. I had a little bit of power back then. Very little. I just said, I'm coming with you. I got to learn about how to kill these ants. And these were the red, the little red pharaoh ants. They're a little bit different than these ants that I have here in Texas. But, uh, and what happens is, is you kill them like a line. You get the, you get the row. They're all rowed up and they're after your piece of chicken. They love chicken, man. Ticks me off. And so, you know, a little piece of chicken and you kill the line that's eating the chicken. Well, then it breaks off. So these down here, then now you got two. And they zip around, and they and they tell each other, "Oh, deadline, deadline, deadline!" And they go around. So now you got two lines. So if you use, I used to put out these little uh, squares of paper with peanut butter and boric acid. You mix the peanut butter and the boric acid. Now, here's the thing: you got to set the kind of, but you got to keep an eye on it because if you get a few dead ants around it, and you will, because they'll die. The other ants are like. Um, dude, don't go over there. Uh, there's some dead ants. Some of our buddies are dead over there, man. We can't go over there. So they got they go another way. So you gotta you gotta make sure you keep the area kind of clean of dead bodies, so that the other ants get fooled. Because if they start if they start running into their dead body, other dead, but you know, like you would, if you were to come walk along a line, there were a body, a, you know, dead bodies. You would think to yourself, I think I'm going to go another way. I'm going to go around this way. I don't think that's a good idea going that way. And the ants are like that. 
And now I'm at the point where, you know what, I've, it's cold and they're fighting and I'm killing and I'm continuing to kill and they're continuing to just attack and, and you know come in. And I know that I know I can feel it with the bottom of my bones that there's at least one ant between my house and that ant hill outside smoking cigarettes, thinking to himself, that fat man. Uh, he, he thinks he can get rid of us just dream on dream on send another line in I can uh, that's, I'm ready just to burn it all down I'm ready just to torch it should we call 911 give it a few minutes It'll let that thing burn a little bit okay and make sure, and I'll start it on that on that damn out mound, man. I'll burn all of them, every freaking one of them, man. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> sorry, I'll apologize with that. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to ramble on about ants, but there's a war going on, and I will not lose. All right, so we do have an update on the Pennsylvania monkeys. All right, so I was I was saying, well, what's going on? Because the USDA is involved, and I'm like, what does the USDA? I mean, why do they have to investigate the treatment of the lab monkeys involved in the accident on Friday? Right. So, and CDC uh, confirmed that the three primates that escaped were euthanized, and they were euthanized. Remember, they said they were euthanized by. Uh, um, Humanely. They were euthanized humanely. Well, now in this story, we find out that they actually, <laughs> they were euthanized by, I shot him. I took him down. And I'm okay with that. But, you know, give me a break. We're bringing in monkeys. We don't know what the hell they're got. What, did we shoot them up with something in Africa before we landed in New York? Or are they are they just wild monkeys with you know, spewing disease before we take them to the lab and give them more stuff. I don't know. I'm okay. That's what we use them for. We're, we're humans. Top of the food chain. Have I talked about anything but other than animals and insects or anything that I come to think of it? Not often. Not much. Anyway, so now, so the Senate, the CDC confirmed that they killed the three primates, that they shot them. So I guess that's humanely. I, it is to me, but not to the PETA people. So PETA people are pissed. And I love PETA. Man, I'm PETA, PETA, me, Symbotico. Man, I, you guy can't get enough of PETA. I love them. So, uh, Alka Chandra, no, Alka Chandna. Alka Chandna. Yes, that's her last. Vice President, laboratory investigation cases for PETA. Okay good gig if you can get it i guess um so they contacted the usda they contacted this dr robert m gibbons a veterinarian who is the director of usda's animal welfare operations all right so nothing is going to come of this and i'll tell you why this is the uh this is the response from Dr. Robert M. Gibbons, 
the director of the USDA's animal welfare operations. We'll log this as a complaint and look into it. That's it. He doesn't like PD. He's had enough of these bastards too. That's awesome. That is awesome. Look, we confirmed we the crate broke open. We shot him. We had to take him down. That's the way it is. Don't worry about it. And the, the PETA's logging complaints. We'll log this as a complaint and look into it. Thanks, Doc. Talk to you later. That's it. We're never going to hear anything more about how they're shooting the monkeys. I can promise you that. That's not going to happen. But no, I mean, now wait, we got to make sure the lady's not getting any sicker. I want to know about the driver of the truck that was injured in the crash. I want to know what the heck is going on, man. If these are some kind of disease-ridden monkeys from uh, Mauritius or whatever, the, however you pronounce it. Yeah, that island. Uh, I want to know where they were going to this undisclosed CDC laboratory. And why, if they were just wild monkeys that got loose, why aren't you putting them back in the cage? Why are you putting them down? I, I mean, only one hissed and sprayed that sprayed the lady the others <laughs> the others didn't hiss and spray the lady went up to the cage and the monkeys in the back of the cage hissing and kicking poop at her that's not the monkey's fault now you know again i'm not opposed to but doesn't make any sense anyway we'll log this and we'll look into it What has the world come to when you can't even have an OnlyFans account anymore? I mean, we've we've talked about it. They've they've shut down a bunch of different people, and people are making big money. I'm gonna have to start it. I'm thinking about starting my OnlyFans. Uh, I'm thinking can we about pay it. you not to. Yes, yes, you can. So, a former Colorado sheriff's deputy has avoided an internal affairs investigation into her OnlyFans page. So they kicked her out. They gave her 30 grand separation agreement and told her to get out. Now, okay, so she's got an OnlyFans page, right? Now she says, hey, um, you know, I am a self-described as a MILF and wife next door. You know what? I'll give you the wife next door. The MILF? Mm, mm, Okay. You you, you, You know what? You can call yourself whatever you want. That's fine. Don't shake your head like, oh, yeah, that's a MILF. No. No, it's not. I'll introduce you to my neighbor. I I will introduce you to my neighbor. That's a MILF. I'll introduce you to my wife. That's a MILF. This is... Anyway. A little bit of a butterface. Correct. And if I'm spending money on my OnlyFans page, I don't want butter. Anyway, anyway, so <laughs> she said it was a lot of material my husband and I shared as stuff we've taken in our private sex life over the years. I was working up to 60 hours a week, so mostly my husband ran the page and shared my pictures and then 
Sometimes we'd have fun dressing me up and taking photos, especially to share. Uh Uh-huh. No kidding. So what is the internal investigation? Gotta be that she was in the uniform, right? It's gotta be she came home and, you know, dressed as Mr. Police Officer or Ms., I'm sorry, Police Officer and, you know, either arrested hubby or handcuffed him or took the clothes off and started using i mean i'm just saying in my if i was my only fans page there would be other uses i would i would beat up my husband with the nightstick so anyway for 10 bucks a month that's what i mean that's not bad for only fans you hear about people getting charging a lot more but I think the way the OnlyFans work, and I'm not 100% sure on this, but I've done enough stories now that I think I understand you can have different structures for your paywalls. So, like, I could rent, I could say, okay, my OnlyFans page is you get this content for two bucks a month, and then you get this content for 10 bucks a month, and you get this content for 20 bucks a month or whatever. And then I provide content in those tiers, what I feel is those tiers, right? Is that right? You can subscribe. There's also, uh, you can, this content is purchasable. This particular video, oh, I shot this other thing. You can pay extra for that one thing. Okay. So then I can also, what happens if I, if I subscribe to your OnlyFans page, all right, and uh, I'm giving you 10 bucks a month. Now, do I get charged if I, that gives me access to this particular page. So if I want to charge more for a particular video outside of that subscription, and I say, hey, uh, this is a video that is extra, all right? The, do I automatically get dinged for that? Or do I have to click and say, I'll accept it? You click on it to get it. Okay. So I'm not just getting dinged. Every time I post a new, every time you post a new video, I don't know how that happened. Right, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. I, I anyway, <laughs> sorry. What is wrong with me today, man? I seriously, I'm sorry. I really am. No, I'm not. So I just want to know what the investigation was about. It had to. That's the only thing. Now it's possible. Is it possible that she would, you know? Tell people that I won't arrest you if you come to my house and be on my OnlyFans page. Yes. Do I think that happened? You know, she's certainly denied it. That's what I know. She's denied it. (laughs) You can't even have a OnlyFans page, man. That's a sad state of affairs in America today. I'll tell you that. Oh, who died today? Who died today? So... You know who died? Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown died today. 65 years old. Peter Robbins. Okay, so it wasn't really. I mean, Charlie Brown is obviously a animated character from a book and a TV show, so he can't really die. But uh, the guy that voiced him, uh, Peter Robbins, he died. And uh, so, I mean, I guess now Charlie Brown's going to have to be like every other network in America and have the the voice the interpreter in the window because 
he won't be saying anything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, it's a bad joke. Never mind. Never mind. Just a bad joke. So anyway, Pete, and he, this guy, the voice of Charlie Brown, Peter Robbins. Um, so it was sad because he killed himself. It was a suicide. I know. And you think, oh, no. He struggled for quite a while. I mean, it's not a really big surprise. I mean, he had a drug and alcohol problem, and he had uh, Charlie Brown and Snoopy tattooed on his arm. I mean, when that happened, when that happened, maybe that's the point when the family went, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, maybe they thought it was good. I don't know. But he uh, he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, and apparently he was trying to turn his life around, coming out of prison. You know, it, I know, and you think, like, him and out of prison? Yeah. <laughs> he had quite a laundry list of uh, of charges and things that he went to prison for. What were they, Chris? Well, at least one of them was uh, making criminal threats and attempted threats and trying to have a police officer uh, have a hit put out on them. Uh, That's usually not a good thing to do. Okay. So, according to this, he also threatened his former girlfriend and stalked her plastic surgeon. Who doesn't do that? I mean, if you're pissed at your girlfriend, let's stalk the plastic surgeon, too. Maybe, Maybe he did a crappy job. Look what you did to my girlfriend's breasts. They look like crap now. I mean, maybe he had a good point. So then he he's on probation, and uh, and then he did some threats to a few people with letters, and they sent him to jail. And then he got out early. He'd served 80% of his time, and they let him out early. And he agreed to not drinking and taking illegal drugs. Okay, sure. We're going to let you out of prison early. Promise not to drink alcohol and take any illegal drugs. Okay. <laughs> you count on me. Good to go. But he'd been struggling for quite some time. And it's sad that he killed himself. I don't know how he did it. Does it matter, Jeff? Kind of to me, it does. But not to anyone else. He just know that he ended his own life. So we lost him. We lost Charlie Brown today. That's who died today. Have we wrapped up this thing yet? I mean, is it time for me to go? I need a drink. That's <laughs> what I need. I'm not going to. I need a cigarette. I need to go smoke with the ants. I need to maybe... You know, I was all happy. I was all happy when we started talking about, you know, a little hippo business. I was all happy. And then, you know, it took a curve somewhere. I don't know, I don't know how we got there, but it took a curve. And I'm just trying to bring it back. I spent the, I spent the whole show trying to bring it back. Because after I made the, after I took the exit, I took the wrong exit is what happened. I was doing hippo business and I took the wrong exit and then now I'm lost. And I got lost. I was winding around trying to find my way back to hippo business. Okay. Oh, yeah. 
Whoa, 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 that's a little much. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.